another horror movie about a reality TV show gone wrong and featuring a voyeuristic pervert played by the criminal dad from Kindergarten Cop. We watched Playing With Dolls Bloodlust. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. Movies so bad they're scary. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. With me, my co-host, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing this fine day? I'm sick. But hey, I'm back. I was in Denver last weekend getting that Rocky Mountain High, and now I'm back here. Special shout out to Sarah Samples for helping out last weekend while I was out of town. Really appreciate it. Yeah, we had a little little too much fun last week with that episode. Uh, that's going to be one of those that's not for everybody, but hey, for those of you who stuck with it for that one, I really appreciate uh, you're a trooper. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, um, this week's episode, uh, before we get into the movie and everything, we have a few things we need to uh, talk about right off the top of our head. Um, well, that, I guess we'll talk with, but we'll, we'll get the the sad news out of the yeah, way first, yeah, so we can, then we can focus on the, the happy, good stuff. But we do have, you know, just a personal thing we need to... Sh- you know, we feel like we need to uh, get it out there. So, um, Aaron, you, yeah, you our friend this. of the show, Ray Merrick, he's been a guest on our show. He does uh, the horror syndicate. Uh, big fan of horror. Been doing horror for a long time. He's a comic book art. He's done you know comic books on his own and stuff. He's a cool guy, nice guy. Um, you know, we've we've plugged it on the show before. His wife had cancer, and unfortunately, she passed away last night. Um, you know, it was it was coming. It was expected, but it's still heartbreaking and very sad. Uh, she leaves behind a three year old daughter and a seven year old son. But uh, we like to say sorry to Ray, Ray Merrick. You know, check out the Horror Syndicate. Check out his site, it's a website, Facebook. And, of course, uh, please help him out if you can. He has a GoFundMe set up for GoFundMe.com backslash GoElizabeth, one word, capital G-O-E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H. So, again, very sad news. Uh, sorry about it. Sorry to hear it, Ray. Yes, um... Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I mean, there's not much more to be said about it other than, you know, it's tragic. It, it sucks. But uh, and we're not going to be able to do a proper justice. On right. Here. So we're going to just it just happened. Yeah, it just night. happened. Um, so we're going to move on and, and uh, get, get into what, we, you know, continue on and try to get back, you know, keep things normal. Uh, for, so, again, now uh, moving to more a little fun, happier th- news. Uh, we're continuing on with our March Madness, horrible Horrible horror movie, March Madness bracket, whatever. I, I what did you call it? It's like horrible horror movie, March Madness bracket or something. Bracket, I don't bracket, whatever. Whatever. That's the official title. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's the official title. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're putting that on a t-shirt. Uh, so yeah, the, the brackets as we uh, had last few uh, last week or so, we had Phantasm take on Camp Massacre. Um, I think that was a no-brainer. Yeah, that, that was that was a pretty easy one. That was. Uh, uh, obviously, Camp Massacre won. Camp out. Massacre is Landslide the, the worst. Is, I mean, Phantasm, we did kind of like, you know, it's a classic, but how good is it really? Yeah, you know, a we, lot of people get, yeah. And at the end of the day, the we thing. both liked it, you know, but. No. Oh, you didn't. I did not oh, like you, it. You, <laughs> I, I, at the end of the day, Aaron liked it. I, I hated it. Uh, I 
couldn't get i just i did not like it but i know a lot of people view it as a classic so i i knew there'd be you know some turmoil there uh move after that we had charlie's farm taking on i'll always know what you did last summer mm-hmm. uh and another pre-lopsided victory i'll always know what you did last summer took the cake that one moves on to the oh next yeah round. yeah yeah uh not surprising me there i no. i agree with that one uh now in the battle of our cheerleaders cheerleading movie <laughs> we had spirit camp taking on cheerleader camp to the death and we saw cheerleader camp to the death beat out spirit camp to to move on to the uh uh, Sweet Sixteen, and now and this was the one that blew my mind. Like this is this was the one I just say blew my mind, but this was a tough one. This is one where both these competitors could have been Final Four. Uh, we had Earth Day taking on Dahmer versus Gacy. Yeah, man, that's a, it's it's like when you have a battle of such big contending like, shitty movies. It's like Duke going up against Kentucky, <laughs> right? Or something like that in like, the first round. Or it's something. like this is the one to watch early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this should be the championship match. It could be. Yeah. Uh, and surprise, uh, the voters chose they they chose uh, Dahmer versus Gacy. Yeah. Uh, part of it, I think I just don't know enough people saw Earth Day to really count it and a vote, but. Uh, God damn, both those movies were they fucking, fucking horrible. Suck. Either they way, were both either way, really bad. One of them was getting easy yeah. out because they should both should have been <laughs> much further, deeper into this. Yeah. So, uh, so Dahmer versus Gacy moves on, um, and then we had uh, Zombies taking on Drainiac, mm-hmm. uh, and another su- surprisingly lopsided victory. Uh, Zombies yeah. actually won, which blew me away. <laughs> like I'm thinking, okay, I just don't think enough people, like I said, Earth Day, just enough people saw Draenei. Because if you would have seen that movie, I think you would agree that was I. I almost wanted to throw the vote through, like put like <laughs> like stacked about a bit, but I was like, I can't, I yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. I can't do it. Uh, but my vote would have been for Draenei. But Zombies is moving on, and then today's matchup, which uh, uh, we closed down just a little while ago. We saw Clown Town taking on Terror at Baxter U. Uh, and then this was another landslide, unanimous. Uh, Baxter U takes it. Terror at Baxter U moves on to face Zombies in the Sweet 16. Yeah, so and a really quick shout-out. We had some you know, some consistent voting from uh, people on our Instagram page and Facebook page. Yeah, a lot, so. of, there's a lot of the same names popping up again, so the, uh, we're going to give you a shout-out. Yeah, know, like Bruce ahead. Comedy, GBHBL, We Creepy Nook, Campin', Captain Wacky, Tequila Siren, uh, X Tina Downs or Zenith Tina Downs, I don't know. Scott two eight 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 three Nachos McWerewolf, the future home Brad Sarah Samples S Samples, friends of the show, yeah, of course. Yeah. <clears throat> Cold Lantern Connection and Chris Samples as well. You guys are voted quite a bit. We had other people voting in, but hey, those we'll give amazing. you a shout out when you're voting all the time. Yeah, hey, those are the ones we saw. Pay a attention lot. to us. We'll pay attention to you, baby. Woo! Um, so to give just to update you on the next. Battles to keep an eye out for. We have Terror Train taking on Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Uh, then we have Hellbride up against Thanks Killing 3, which is another battle of the shit of the oh. shit. That's that's a tough one. Man, that is tough. Uh, Clown Camp Massacre going up against Hollow. <laughs> <laughs> Hollow's Eve takes on Leprechaun. Then we have the original Killer Eye taking on the Trap Door, which, oh, fuck, is an A. Uh, I, I, I and, know what my vote's for. I think I, that's one of my uh, finalists right there. Yeah, right? I could take yeah. the cake. Oh. And rounding out the final of round one is New York Ripper versus Hala 2. Two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so look forward to those in the, uh, next uh, this upcoming week to keep voting. Uh, and then we'll that will finish out round one. We'll start with the Sweet 16. So that that done, let's move on to this week's movie, which is Playing with Dow's Bloodlust. Now, this is the sequel to the 2015 movie, Playing With Dolls, and this one was released on January 21st, straight to DVD, uh, January 21st, 2016. So, like, one year, they they did not wait very long to 
kick out this sequel, no. which a sequel to a movie I never even heard of. No, and you can't even find the original. I could not find the original. Online so I anywhere. was wondering about the title too. Yeah, I was like uh, playing with dolls, bloodlust, and I was like, usually when you have two titles, it means it's a sequel. That's, yeah, exactly. and I was wondering that too, and I'm like, ah, uh, all right, I didn't do any research. I've been sick. I've been out of town. I've been, you know. Ugh. Um, I will say <laughs> I, I probably should say maybe I'll, I might say it again later, but um, this movie, in a way, very much reminded me of uh blood valley siege revenge that piece of shit it would be it's kind of similar in <laughs> similar nature to that one uh, uh this one was written and directed by renee perez who was also the editor cinematographer and the producer for this movie with a lot of hats well i had one man machine uh you can find this movie on if you really want to it's free on amazon prime uh you can also find it on youtube itunes voodoo and google play uh now the cast now again really there's they're all pretty much no names except for one guy who I hesitate to even call him a name but um we're going first we're going to talk about uh uh Andrew Espinosa Long who plays Rodrigo in the movie uh he has 34 credits to his name and some great he's got some interesting uh movie titles to say the least gay porn I, I don't know if it's not gay porn, but it it's like I don't know if it's like Simex softcore porn or those crappy like Lay it on me, brother. What do okay, you got? We got Escape from Pleasure Planet. <laughs> Why would you want to escape? Yeah, exactly. It sounds like a pretty good place <laughs> yeah. to play. Uh Paranormal Sex Sex Paraments. <laughs> paranormal oh, Sex Paraments. Paranormal Sex Paraments. Yeah. Not experiments, sex parents. Yes. Okay. Bad girls behind bars. Oh, okay. Bikini model mayhem, invisible centerfolds, <laughs> and that doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> In college coeds versus zombie housewives. <laughs> We're gonna have to find that. One. Yeah, we have to find that one. Uh, and he was also a contestant on the short-lived reality TV show "I Want to Work for Diddy." <laughs> Which I think oh was like, yeah! Which I think was on VH1. Chappelle year. made fun of that show, and he, <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember that. Oh man, that's so, the only way I remember that show is because Chappelle was making fun of it. That's, you know, that's, that's like, the only way you remember it is because somebody else made. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It. Yeah. Um, so that takes it. Then we have Colin Bryan plays Magnus. Uh, he's not a whole lot, uh, but he's got some interesting things. One for those, uh, he was in an episode of Tattoo Nightmares, which was a tattoo show, obviously, <laughs> where he, he played, he was one of the actors in, like, the, the flashbacks where they explained, where they talk about how they got the bad tattoos or something like that. Okay. So he, he like, or, you know, he's one of, like, one of those dramatization, like, right. great actors type. And he's he's also been featured several times on the YouTube channel Bat in the Sun and on their show Super Power Beatdown, where they take fantasy matches of comic book like who would win. This oh, guy yeah. This guy. I love that shit. I love it, too. Where he was in two of those, where he, he was in Master Chief versus Captain America, and he would he and he and played Master Chief. And then he was in Superman versus Thor, and he played like Thor. Thor. Yeah, he looks like he played Paul for Thor. Yeah. yeah. So, and then, let's see. We have Karen Bronze plays Stina. The only thing to know is she's 10 credits. And, uh, she's in a horror movie called The Obsidian Curse. Which also stars the next guy I'm going to go into, and the upcoming horror movie Hell from Hell to the Wild West. That's about it. You sure she was not in Beat Borscht Massacre? <laughs> yeah. Maybe that one too. Dude, that dude. is uh, Eastern European release. You enjoy <laughs> it, Beat Borscht Massacre. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> dude, her accent in the whole movie. I'm just like, you're like Melania Trump's like distant cousin, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
and finally the the get for this movie, which if you even want to call it that, late on me is Richard Tyson, who plays the Watcher. Uh, he's got 120 credits, uh, including horror movies Hayride and Hayride 2. He was in the original Playing with Dolls, where he played the same character. But he was also in Black Hawk Down, which was actually a good movie. Uh, one of the shittiest movies of all time, Battlefield Earth. He was famous in that. Oh, it's so bad. It's good. Uh, Kingpin, the bowling movie. Oh, I uh, love Kingpin. Something, there's something about Mary. Just watched that yesterday. And he was also in an episode of or Red Shoe Diaries, which was like the old HBO. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, Dave Duchovny. He like would read these letters to his dog. <laughs> and like, <laughs> yeah. They would have like the acting it, played out. And it was like softcore, yeah, half-hour like show. A, a, like a penthouse forum. Guy right. Read, editor like reading letters from Dave Sun in. Uh, and, but <laughs> Red Shoe Diaries, dude. I remember a kid staying up late at <laughs> Me night. Me too. Like, like, I got sneaking, some titties. Like, I sneaking. <laughs> Download it to my spank bank. Yeah. Go back upstairs. Take care of business. Yeah, you got this right way. You can see some sneak, <laughs> sneak some titties. In when you're a kid. Yeah. Um, but he was is probably most noticeably, or, or at least for me, he was definitely most remembered for his role as Crisp, the asshole criminal villain dad in Kindergarten Cop. Ah, all that's right. where he's from. Because at first I was like, "Holy shit, that's Kindergarten Cop guy!" And then I looked, at like, it, it was. <laughs> Did I tell him. you a story about Kindergarten Cop? Oh, about uh, a couple years ago, I was at the bar with uh, my buddies, with with like Gray and some other guys. So at the bar with a, with a couple buddies, and we're watching TV. It's like a Sunday afternoon, and we're getting hammered. There's nothing on TV, no sports, no nothing. There's a guy sitting at the end of the bar who's not with our group, and we're all kind of being loud and. Uh, one of another friend shows up and goes, "Hey man, Kindergarten Cops on TBS. Why don't you turn that on?" Sure enough, the bartender's like, "I don't care." She turns it on, and it's on. It's on mute, but there's music playing. But I'm doing. I'm dictating the whole movie because you know, doing a horrible Arnold impression. But everybody's finding it funny. And the guy at the other bar slams his beer down and like it spurts all over. And he goes, "Kindergarten Cop, are you fucking serious?" And we're just like, "What?" He storms out without paying for his beer and just leaves. It was awesome. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> he got so enraged at Kindergarten Cop. I don't know, man. I would have been on your side. Like, I used to love that movie. He, when just, I was he couldn't take it. He couldn't take it. <laughs> uh, there's something seriously wrong if you, if you can't handle If that's your. That, We're all just <laughs> laughing, having a good time doing bad Arnold impersonations, and he just. Oh, man. Who knows? Maybe something really bad happened to that man. Like, <laughs> that just pushed him over the edge. He caught his wife cheating on him, and Kindergarten Cop is on in the background. It was on the back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he sees it. He's getting all these flashbacks. Are you serious? Ah! <laughs> I had some hit. Oh, I think that, we found it out. There we go. Uh, so, all right, let's. Jump I apologize <laughs> if I'm sniffing a lot too. You might hear let's me, uh, so. let's go into the movie itself. So, this movie opens with this lone girl staying on like a ridge out in the woods. She's taking a selfie as fireworks go off behind her. Really pretty scene. And as she walks away off screen, we see a mass killer. Just walking up the ridge right behind her and just follows her off the screen. And he's armed with like these these homemade weapons. Like one's like a sludge well, one's like a sledgehammer. And then the other one's like this rough, like savage looking cleaver saw. Yeah. It's brutal looking. It's big too. It's big. Yeah, it's yeah. really big. So then he just cuts away to this guy in a cave who's sitting at a desk watching a monitor. Smoking a cigar and drinking wine. And on the desk in front of him are 18 cell phones. <laughs> did you count them? I, count I knew them. you did. 
18 <laughs> cell phones. A pile of old flip phones. Yeah. <laughs> and a, like a large fucking hand cannon of a revolver. Like Barry mm. from Resident Evil. Right. Like, um, so we go back to the girl who finds this camera mounted on a tree. And as soon as she reaches out to touch it, she's grabbed by the killer. And this girl just, just hacks, brutally just hacks this girl's arm off. Just brutally starts hacking her apart. Dude, there's no foreplay. No. It just goes straight to the penetration. Yes, it I does. mean, they just grab her and, ah, whack, 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 whack. It's gruesome. Yeah. It's very gruesome. It's very bloody. It's very, you Yeah, know, I mean, it's close up of this. The effects it, it, are very visceral. Yeah. Ugh. The effects may be the best part of this movie. Um, yeah. So uh, he hacks off her arm. She drops to the ground. And then the cure is like, nah, he's not the other, but he, he he walks away to go pick up his sledgehammer. And he just kind of strides up to her. And one fluid motion just smashes her head in with the hammer in one brutal swing. And the resulting cranial devastation is, is pretty awesome. Yeah. It, it's, it's pretty sick. <sighs> uh, now, this whole time, the man in the cave is just watching this. While sipping on his wine and puffing on a cigar, and now we roll into, go into the opening credits. So, uh, so that's, that's how you open. That's how you open. Yeah, beautiful picturesque fireworks. Weird dude drinking red wine, smoking a cigar with eighteen cell phones, and then brutal hacking. But it makes me wonder, like, based on what we know about the movie and why the rest of the people show up in this area later, why is this girl out there alone, and why are there fireworks? Right? Yeah. Maybe that's something from the first one. Maybe that maybe it's something we maybe yeah maybe, maybe I, I don't know, it, you know but it's so weird it's like okay she's out in the woods by herself fireworks going off so hey the Philadelphia and then just hack 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 what <laughs> like I said there's no foreplay it just goes straight to so um Ugh. now it is worth knowing that this whole movie is shot intentionally looked like old grindhouse film like I mean they intentionally add like the white like grainy effects and the the the, the uh, kind of skipping every now and then. Uh, so that's intentional to make, uh, which gives it a, a kind of, I guess, a unique feel, if you will. But I don't really know if it works yeah, or not I mean, here. Those Grindhouse movies came out in 2007. That was 10 years ago. Well, no. You know, I mean, well, that, that when they first took the big, you know, push. That's when Grindhouse came out. That's when no. Death Proof came out. Yeah, there's a movie named before they, Grindhouse well, was sure. a style I, back then. I, the I agree. Drive-ins. I agree. But it feels like it's yeah, like they, they missed that bandwagon, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. <clears throat> I mean, I get it. I was just saying they're just trying to make it look like an old, like, yeah. So anyway, after the credits, we meet Stina. Uh, Yes, not Christina, Stina. 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 In her car, she's primping herself, getting ready for a job interview, while she talks to her young daughter who's sitting in the passenger seat. And we get some facts about her and her her money problems, seen from her ex-husband's gambling problem that he's in jail and blah, blah, blah. It doesn't fucking matter. She's desperate. Yeah. Very desperate so for money. So she leaves her child in the car uh, because kids apparently aren't allowed in the building. So because so right off the bat, I'm just like, oh, she's going to Titty City. She is. She's going to apply for a job at a strip club. And the strip club looks more like an old fur trading post with tacky <laughs> Christmas lights than an actual strip club. <laughs> this place is ridiculous. I mean, the guy who... <clears throat> oh, my God. I, I love this guy so much. He looks like... A old McGruff crime dog who's like aged a thousand years with I, a beard. <laughs> I say look kind of like Willie Nelson's like brother or something like that, drunken brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more... like his methed out cousin or something. Yeah, yeah. Methed out Willie Nelson. 
Um, but to me, he's the best character in this whole movie. He's very straight up with her. Yeah, I love this. He guy. doesn't. He doesn't like trick her or fool her. I I actually kind of like this guy yeah, too. He's straight up. He's straight to the point. Yeah, I and like she, it when she and she answers the door. It's like, oh, you're here for the job. Yes, my daughter. She's in the car. He goes, oh, then there's the homeless man there. And he's like, get out of here. Get go on. Who's on you? So yeah, she inside. She's like, hey, is there an application of fell? And he responds with. This is a strip club. Take out your tits and strip all the way down. That's your application. <laughs> and uh, she's hesitant to do this, and she tries to talk to him and let her wear a bikini. But again, he's like, look, it's a strip club, and you only have one qualification, so take him out and show him off. Yeah, I mean, but he's he's not being crude no, he's about not it. being, like, crude and, like, creepy and scuzzy and, like, pervy. It's weird. He's, he's like, just, being like, very straight yeah. and honest. He's just like, look, you can make money. It's like... If this if if you're not going to show your tits, this job is not for you. No. So either you're going to be doing it, and you're going to have money tonight. You have money tomorrow night. You have hundreds of dollars the next night. Yep. You'll have money. I guarantee it. But you got to take off all your clothes, baby. Yep. You know he's just real straight with her. So eventually she's she she starts giving in, and she's about to take out her titties when we hear she hears a daughter honking on the car horn, runs out to check it out, and her daughter's on the cell phone. She hands it to Stina, and on the other end is this older woman who's telling her about she was selected as one of the finalists to compete on some reality game show for a chance to win $1 million. Uh, so, yeah, that hasn't been, you know. So, oh, I don't have to take out titties anymore. Oh, it's good. <laughs> Tonight we party like it's 1922. <laughs> <laughs> so we go to this open field lined with trees where we meet Magnus, who's playing with catch with his son. <laughs> and... <laughs> Dude, I love... <laughs> go on. I'm just, I can't, like, the guy's name's Mag, like, who Magnus. Magnus? Where are you, from Iceland? Yeah, he's not you Swedish know. or sw- Swin, or Finnish. Ma- Magnus for Magnuson. Yeah, it's like, who names their kid Magnus? I kind of like it, I gotta admit. Um, so, we learned that he's a former soldier, and he's now working as a bodyguard for some big shot actor. Dude. This, and he, too, is struggling for money. It's so funny, because he's sitting down, so, you know, he's sitting down with his son, and he's giving him a toy, and he's like, I, w- I wish I could have got that Xbox for you or whatever. And like I, gaming, yeah, big game yeah, game you wanted. And, and he's he's like, that's okay. He's like, well, don't worry. I, I just got a new job. And I'm like, are you a stripper too? <laughs> is, this, is this what all these characters are doing is just strippers? Maybe it's like, don't worry, son. I just got a new job. It's going to pay me good money. And I'm like, stripper, yeah. <laughs> nah, not so lucky. Um. Uh, so the ex-wife comes up with his, with the bitchy ex-wife comes up with the new douchey lawyer husband. Oh, they, dude. they take the kid and they, that's the whole scene. It, I wish just, she got it, killed. Yeah, she was. She was a bitch. She was like that that character who's just a bitch for no reason, just to be a bitch. Like she had no reason to be a bitch. Nothing at all. But totally was, off the charts, bitch. Yeah. Um, but I gotta say, goddamn, this is a good looking man though. Magnus is a good looker. Yeah, I mean, hey, he's he's easy on the eyes. He's but... very easy on. He's he's. In shape, he's big. He's. Did you watch Lost? Any of Lost? Yeah, a little bit. Do you remember the character Sawyer? He was yeah. like a poor man Sawyer. See, I to me, uh, I was like, I made he look kind of look remind me of a uh, um, a younger like Edge, not the U two guy, but oh, wrestling. oh the like, wrestler, yeah. the wrestler, yeah. Uh, <laughs> kind of looked like Edge because he's tall and but he's muscular and just said that he, I don't know he he's a good looking man. I, I have no I don't feel bad about saying that. No problem taking Marshall uh, to bed. I, <laughs> <laughs> So now you're, we, you're a pushover, that guy. Yeah, uh, you can push me around to that bed. Ooh. <laughs> In case you're wondering, yes, we are gay. No. 
so we cut to this small airport where we see Stina and two more contestants staying on the tarmac. Up drives this white SUV. Magnus gets out of the driver's seat, opens the back door for Mr. King. Uh, and Mr. King gives him the business for opening the wrong side of the car. You're right? not going to see my entrance. Yeah. Think about it. Good through a thick skull. Yeah. And so the two of them go join the others. Across from is, is is the older woman that was on the phone earlier and some guy in a cheap suit. <laughs> and they're sitting out in front of a private plane. And the older woman gives them like a rundown of the show and some basic info, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the name of the show is Terror Mountain, which sounds more like an amusement park ride or something you see at Disney World. Yeah. Like, Terror Mountain. Or uh, like a Hardy Boys book, you know. <laughs> it like, totally does. Like, Hardy Boys in the Mystery of Terror, Terror Mountain. Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the winner gets a million dollars and gets to star in their own horror movie. Um, yeah, but all the other actors are supposed to be contestants. Are supposed to be actors too. You know, want to be actors. King, the actor that supposed to be big time actor, he gets all pissed off with the fact that they have to leave right this minute. But he's like, no, you're going to wait here while I talk to my agent. He drives off. To leaving leave Magnus Leaving behind. Magnus. So the other one was like, well, fuck him. Magnus, does what? You're taking his place. They all get on the plane, and mm-hmm. they go. Um, which, how big of an actor is this king supposed to be? Like, you don't, You're not going to see Tom Cruise popping up on Survivor and, hey, guys. It's like, he's just, he can't be that big of an he actor. Can't, no. There's no way. He's, but they try to make it off like he's supposed to be like an A-lister. Um, so... Now we get this really odd scene. Uh, it's weird. It's really short. It doesn't make much sense. But we cut to a casino. And there's a blonde woman in this really nice black dress. She's walking through the casino. And then we see her be quickly leading out, being led out by the man we saw in the cave. And then we go to a forest. I mean, that's the whole point of that. Like, that's the whole scene. It's like, I don't even know what the point of that was or why it's even in the movie in the first place. It, they, well, why? The, the sense I got, because it's... You know, the guy was watching before what was happening. You know, he's the watcher or whatever. I think you're about <clears> to say, <throat> I do have a note right here about my, my one theory, but go on. I think you're about to say. Well, is that he was being informed. Oh, the contestants are arriving. Yeah. You need to come come with me, sir. Yeah. Ooh. That's the, okay. That's yeah. exactly what I, yeah. that's what I got. But it's like, so it's like, why even put that in there? You could just have him. Well, know. I mean, the way I, maybe it was to show that this guy's fucking loaded. Or maybe this is his casino or maybe this is his. You know, that's the impression I'm getting is that he's I don't think got... maybe he's loaded. I don't think he's, he, he, I don't know, uh, uh, maybe. Uh, and it just, it just seemed weird and out of place. Um, but it doesn't matter. So we cut to the forest where we see the killer now ascending a hill, carrying a gagged and tied up woman over his shoulder. Uh, he drops her on the ground and just beats her with a bat till she's dead. <laughs> just beats her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's it. Like, that's what happens. Yeah. So now we see a silver SUV pull up to like this super sweet, large mountain Mountainside cabin, quote unquote cabin. cabin it's like yeah. fucking, you know, it's a house. It's, mansion. It's, yeah, it's a large house. I won't go for comment. It, yeah, it's huge. And all the c- c- contestants get out along with the older woman, and we get more info about the show, and that all of them are going to be hunted and stalked by a killer who's <laughs> played by another actor, and that the last person to stand at the end of uh, one week is the winner. And the older woman leaves them inside. She tells them that everything they need is here: food, water, washer, dryer. And that there's cameras everywhere. Um, before going on, I did find odd that she's when she said, "Oh yeah, we have a washer dryer here too." Uh, I just found that odd because the second she said, it, I realized not a single one of these people have brought any luggage with them whatsoever for an extended stay on the show. Yeah, they don't have. Well, it was because they were. That was the whole condition was you leave right now. Yeah, but you would still think if you're gonna make it, you'd still have clothes packed or whatever. Like, it's so weird. Like 
they have no, they're going to be there a week. No clothes, no toothbrush, no clothes, nothing. Just, I just find it weird. It's just bad. Washing those same pair of undies yeah. over and over. <laughs> over and over. Here, though, so, you want to get that nice stank on it. <laughs> get that nice original stank. <laughs> Jesus. So, OG stank. <laughs> Sorry. So, maybe we'll keep the killer away. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> probably just, probably like it's like a scent. Pull him to you. <laughs> so I smell that stink. Oh, that stink. That's that old good stink. Right close. there. That's that OG stink. <laughs> so the sexy black girl gets all excited about uh, walking around the house naked. She, she is wants all the cameras on her. Sexy too. She is super. Hot. To go back to the old days, she is super fly. Yes. Uh, super duper fly. <laughs> Uh, so after uh, after her little spiel, the older woman leaves, and when we see her leave, she you can tell she's walking rather quickly. She's like, I getting her, she gets her ass into the SUV, and in the drive of the SUV, also it has to be happens to be a man decked out in camouflage, battle fatigues, and wearing tactical gear, right? So, which is like a little odd for a driver. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute, something's up here. Uh, and the driver says he doesn't have a good feeling about the big guy because he's too observant, and the woman says, that, "Don't worry about him." They drive away. You never see him again. <laughs> One thing I do like about when they recruit Magnus to be on the show, he goes, "I'm not an actor." She goes, "Don't worry, none of them are any good anyway." And <laughs> none I was of those like, "Good anyway." Yeah. I was like, "That's kind of the theme of this movie." Because <laughs> <laughs> dude, that lady can't act worth a shit. No, she dude, couldn't. The, the, I mean, the four aren't bad. The main four really aren't that. Bad. Not, no, I, we've seen worse. They're not, yeah, but man, everyone else around them that has been in this movie so far, namely her oh, and that I one, guess the bitch. That line and, when she's know. like, oh. when the man in cheap suit like says like to her after King, he's like, well, the boss, we're going to the boss, and she's just like, I have an idea. I, I yeah, can't even deliver it the way she's so do that bad. bad. It's, I have an idea. Yeah, <laughs> it's so bad the way she delivers yeah. that line. Um, so inside, we, Magnus finds a, a large file sitting on the fireplace hearth. And he calls the others over to look at it, and Stina is like, oh, is it a clue? And Is it the clues? <laughs> and the preppy guy, Rodrigo, says that it's nothing, just the producer is trying to scare them. He closes the file, hands it back to Magnus, and is never seen, talked about, or talk referenced about again, or mentioned. ever again. Again, I'm asking, what the hell is the point of that? Why even shoot it? Why is it there? Why? What's the point of that? No callback, nothing. We, yeah, we never see what's in it. They never even talk about. It. There's, it's just a complete waste to even have that there. So the sexy black girl pulls Rodrigo aside from the others to form an alliance with him, and she's like, "Hey, if you agree to my alliance and be my, you know, quote unquote partner boyfriend on the show, I'll show you my titties." Sweet. So he's like, "Hell yeah, I'm in." Okay. <laughs> So she's about to lower her low, you know, pull down her already low cut uh, shirt to flash from her amazing looking cans. When suddenly a light flips on in the room behind her and there standing there is the killer. Rodrigo sees this and is so scared he falls down to the ground. But instead of saying anything like, holy shit, there's somebody here. There's a cure. Who the fuck's that? He just says, uh, uh, I need to get some fresh air and leaves. He's like, holy fuck, there he is. Who's that? I got to go with some fresh air. She's thinking to herself, I'm so hot, I knocked him down with just the sheer thought of me showing off my <laughs> boobies. Just the sheer idea of my titties knocked a man on his feet. God damn them, some sweet titties. <laughs> yeah, some sweet titties. Uh, <laughs> that, nothing happened. So it's just, what the, f it's just so stupid. I, I Yeah, I, I mean, okay, so I'm going to go out on a limb and say maybe he didn't mention it. 
because they're in a competition for a million dollars. Is he going to say, the killer's right there? Maybe he wants to be, you know, a little more sly. I thought about that, too, but I, even then, I'd still be like... But the, re- but the acting didn't sell that. Yeah, way. even yeah. then, it'd be like... If he would have made that choice, it's like, oh, after he got scared, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to take this opportunity. But he just said he's going to form an alliance. And he's still like the very first time you see the killer. He's like, even if it is the fake killer, and you think it's fake, you're like, holy shit, there he is, run. And he doesn't even like, it's just, it's so poorly executed. Yeah. All, yeah. All, all around. So time passes, and we see the man in the cave as Death again smoking, watching his monitor. <laughs> and that's all he does. He sits and watches. Henceforth, that's why he's called The Watcher. Uh, more time passes. Magnus and Stina start up a conversation about the show. In comes a black girl. She drags Stina away, so they can go call dibs on the bedrooms. It, this is a lot of slow shit going on right now. Um, although in one of the bedrooms, they know they, they walk in like, oh, what's that smell? And they find something on the bed covered with a large blanket. So when they flip the sheet back, they find this badly mutilated and decaying body. And the it's it, the body's had like its chest cavity ripped open, its ribs are all exposed. It's like black and like charred. It just it's burnt, pretty, like decaying. It's and, yeah. All, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty good looking. Yeah, it's not bad. So they run the room. They screaming. scream. Yeah, uh, we get more shots of the man in the cave watching as the killer stalks through the cabin now. So the cabin, the killer is still in the house. In the house, yeah. just kind of bopping around. And he's a big dude, big guy. Meanwhile, Robert he does not have twinkle toes. I he mean, does not. Dunk. They even kind of emphasize that when he's walking in, boom, boom, boom. But how is he so fucking silent the rest of the time? I know. it's. Ugh. So meanwhile, Rodrigo and Magnus, they're talking outside. When the girls come running out, tell them what they find. In, while that happens, the cure enters the bedroom, pulls out a pair of women's panties, stuffs them inside the exposed ribcage of the body, <laughs> then gives the body like, a few pats, pats on the chest. The like, chest like, attaboy. Yeah, boy. And then carries two pads, two mind pads, you, two pads, two, two pads, and then picks up, carries the body out of the room. All right. What? <laughs> Here's a question. They didn't have any bags. They didn't have no. any items. No. Where the fuck did these pants? I know. Come that's from? what I thought too. Like, <laughs> whose underwear are those? Where did they come from? <laughs> and why are you stuffing them in a ribcage? <laughs> like, what's the significance of this? So, Magnus leads them all back inside to the bedroom, which, of course, is now empty. And Arrigo is like, oh, it's just all part of the show, blah, blah, this is all stupid. He leaves. After the black girl leaves, Magnus tells Stina that movie props don't stink and that this whole thing smells like death. Um, this I know because I was a soldier. Yeah. And this <laughs> starts to worry the, ma- the watcher in the cave who says that Magnus is too smart to be an actor. And I'm like, really? <laughs> it doesn't take a genius no, to figure really, this out that, really that a fake body would, wouldn't smell. Mm. Uh, Hmm. That guy is pretty smart. He can't be an actor. They're he, all idiots. He has a sense of smell. <laughs> he must be... <laughs> what? Uh, He's as observant as an animal. <laughs> he can't be an actor. <laughs> so, it's now, pretty bad line. Yeah. So the watcher picks up one of his 18 cell phones, and he calls... <laughs> yeah, he just, he just picks up a all you need is one. Yeah. All you need is one. Why do you have 18? And he calls Echo 7, uh, who is one of his, I guess, mercenaries that's perched way up in a tree in camo. He's got an M16, deck down, tackle gear, all that. And the man wants to know who this new Magnus is, and he's told that King backed out and that he's being replaced by Magnus at the last minute. Which, again, makes me how the 
fuck does Echo 7 up in a tree know this? <laughs> Shouldn't he be calling the old woman or the guy in the suit? We saw, like, what happened? Exactly. Not the like guy perched up in a tree who hasn't even seen or been around any of these people yet at all. Echo 7 knows it, man. He's he's in the loop. He's up there on his Twitter. Yeah, he's not really doing a good job watching the perimeter, but man, That's he's... why he's in the tree. He's the only one who gets the, 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 the signal. signal for Twitter and <laughs> social media. Is. That's what it is. <laughs> he's the radio tower. I gotta call my Twitter guy. <laughs> <coughs> so uh the watcher hangs up and whispers to himself let's see if th- he's the man i think he is and then huh? but he the lines he's every line he says is like whispered and like just almost pervy like emphasis for drama yeah it's really it gets really old really fast the man i think he is yeah. yeah um so night falls everyone's gathered in the main room hanging out talking uh, and blah 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 goes on for a while and after some time Magnus hears screaming coming from the forest outside he goes to check it out but it's stopped by Rodrigo he's like hey don't go out there it's all part of the show you know you're just gonna it's a trap don't be an idiot yeah which is pretty, pretty fair good advice yeah. yeah like we're on a competition I mean they're all totally under the impression they're on a show about a killer a horror yeah. competition yeah. screaming outside no I'm gonna go through dumbass it could be a, a hiker injured could have been attacked by a bear <laughs> This guy's too smart to be an actor. <laughs> yeah, he's so he's too smart. He's so, so smart. So smart. Uh, so he, of course, he refuses to sit by. He goes out to check it out. In the forest, he comes to a woman tied to a tree. Uh, she's got she's blood pouring mutilated. out of her mouth. Now, when I say woman, she looks more like a zombie from The Walking Dead yeah. than a living person. Like just mutilated. Yeah, her, yeah. Her face is gone. Her eyes are sunken in. She's got. It, she doesn't look like anybody would be, even be alive looking like this. Uh, Max approaches her, and he just gets cold cocked out of nowhere by the killer. Just comes out by a tree, whaps him over the head, with, and then just starts beating the shit out of Magnus. Uh, Magnus is on the ground, like ground and pounding him. He picks him up, tosses him down the hill, and then the killer turns his attention to the tied up woman, walks over to her, and again, pets her hair, like pets her hair, and then gives her a pat on the shoulder. Two taps. Two taps. And walks away. The sleeves are there. Yeah, good job. Again, what is happening? What is going on with these other people? Where do they come from? Why is he patting them? Like, I don't get this. Like, again, is this something from, like, the first movie that we you have to see to understand? Did we miss it? Yeah. So, back in the cabin, Stina is sitting by the door waiting for Magnus. While the other two tell her, like, hey, stop worrying about it. He's probably been caught. He's probably already- <laughs> He's probably already on the flight home because he's off the show. He was the dumbass who went out there. Yeah, it's all part of the game. Um, eventually, she's thinking, he's like, all right, she gets up, head to bed. And as soon as she walks away from the door, the killer, like, poop, pops up right there, watches her walk away from the door. Um, more time passes. And we see the killer walk, again, walking through the house. And this is really weird to see because he, he, he walks, he, just, he comes to a hallway, turns down the hallway like he's going to go all the way down. But then he just stops midway. Turns around to face the camera and just stands there as yeah. the camera pans off of him. It's so weird. It's like, like, why would anybody just like do, 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 and then stop and turn? And the way he does this, he walks and stops and turns. Again, we're going to make a Resident Evil reference. It's like the. It's like when you character move Jill or Chris in the original Resident Evil, how clunky it was. Like, he yeah, side, yeah. side, side. It's like almost like a robot. It's yeah. a very robotic movement. It's yeah. like, what are you popping and locking all of a sudden? He's like, doom, doom, turn. Yeah, it's so weird. And then he just stands there. He doesn't try to hide behind the corner. He just stands there. And uh, 
And he just looks odd and weird. And then we see Rodrigo enter the room, and he nearly crosses over that that hallway into him, but he stops just, just short of his line of sight. Just short. He grabs a bottle of wine, and then he turns back the way he came. And again, we and so he never sees the killer. Rodrigo goes to uh, the Black Rose room, who at this point I finally learned her name is Nico, which again is a weird name, but it's Nico. Uh, he's and he's trying to basically at this point talk his way into her panties. He's like, "Hey, you said you want to be partners, and let's you know let's give him a show." And like, you know, come in and hey, hey. You know that moment when you just missed your opportunity. Like you had the opportunity and you missed it. You didn't quite realize you missed it. And you tried to rekindle it, and it's just stinks of desperation. Yeah, that's what happened, to Rodrigo. Yeah, and desperation that's, is a stinky yeah. cologne. That's no one wants point. to put that on. Yeah. So sorry, man. You yeah, missed your she's opportunity. Like, she's like, only when the cameras are on. I'm not doing this. Go away. Blah blah blah. You had it. You missed it, pal. But at the same time, it says. Uh, she comes back saying that when the cameras aren't on, it ain't happening. But again, that makes no sense uh, because this whole time up to this point, everyone in this movie, the old woman, Nico, seen, they're all making a big deal about how the cameras are everywhere and they're always on. But she just said the cameras aren't on. So they're well, the lights are out. You know these fucking cameras have night vision. Everything does nowadays. Oh, yeah, big brother. Every big shit. brother. Yeah. Like you can, every camera nowadays. This 2016 is going to have night They should have done that. They should have... I don't know if it was in their budget or not, but they should. It, well, it, I, mean, I, can't, I couldn't imagine it been that much more. No, they should have done some night vision. They should have, like, yeah. Um, Way to go, dull parts. <laughs> Look. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, she she tells him to go to your room, rub one, rub one out, and leave me alone. <laughs> so he heads back to his room and he hears a noise. So of course he goes to check it out, and he comes to the second floor balcony and he like he looks over the, the balcony to see like a shadow moving on the floor below. And that's when he gets donkey punched by the killer, <laughs> knocked out cold, and he is. It's just yeah, donkey I love punch. it. I love it. He comes. Yeah, uh, the killer comes downstairs carrying Rodrigo over his shoulder, and we see that his, the the killer's like crazy savage cleaver is hanging from a rope from the ceiling. That's what's dangling back and forth, creating the shadow. And he grabs on his way out. Mornings come, and we go to like the killer's like killing grounds. And which is like the side, of like what looks like an old collapsed fallen tree or something. It's a wooden thing. It's yeah, like it's a, like part shack, part fallen tree. tree. Yeah, it's really yeah, odd. Like, it, but like a tree smashed through a small cabin or something. Yeah, maybe that's. I, don't, I can't really it. figure out what it is. Yeah, but yeah. It, it's an interesting. It looks site. like shit. <laughs> really, I kind of thought it was an interesting kind of. I didn't mind it that much. <laughs> I would like the summer there. I wouldn't say it was that, but it's like okay. I mean, for a film location for a killer's, you know, killing ground, ground I guess like, a good it. way of putting. It. Okay. Yeah, that's what I get. So there's body parts like hanging from chains and like even like a whole torso with arms and a head yeah, hanging from cool a chain. Yeah. Um and they're just yeah. off in the woods somewhere. And we see Rodrigo, he's tied up, chained face down to like this large basically a large tree that's fallen. Yeah, and when you say chain, I mean he's roped down and chained. And Big chain. thick fucking zoo chains. Big wrapped ass chain. Down. Yeah. So he's not going anywhere. He wakes up, he sees the killer sitting nearby playing with another corpse. Uh the killer gets up, goes over to Rodrigo, and he picks up a bat, a bat along the way. And he just starts beating Rodrigo's, like, leg, calf with this bat. He whacks him a few times in the calf, like, like he's tenderizing the meat. <laughs> he's, he's whacking it pretty hard, but not hard enough to really make you go, 
oh god i mean he's hitting it pretty hard but yeah. still it's not like i thought he was like i thought he'd be really like whack before like he's just more like a, 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 it's like a, a firm, smack. firm smack yeah like but not an, i would i'm thinking myself like, a, fir, like a, a firm spank or something like that i'm thinking that's gonna hurt but it's not gonna break the bone yeah it's definitely not a bone yeah this one. is not so i'm like what the fuck's going on yeah i thought that's thought the same thing um, and then he so he gives up the bat and he picks up his trusty like savage cleaver and he starts just to hack on that same like this is when he goes to town. Yeah, this is where Rigo's screams are muffled by the gag and the cure just hacks the leg until it is completely cut off. Uh, again, so maybe he was tenderizing. That's it. what I thought. That's what I'm saying. Maybe he's tenderizing me. <laughs> Gotta soften up this meat so I can get down to the bone. Uh, and, and again, you get a lot of close ups of this. Blah, blah, good effect. Good effect. Yeah, uh, looks really gross. It does. It's yeah. very, it very uh, visceral, as you said earlier. Um, Rodrigo passes out from the pain as the killer undoes. Uh, he starts undoing the chains, and then he he just hops up on the tree himself, stands over Rodrigo, kneels down. And with one large swing of his cleaver, he just hacks, chops into Rodrigo's back. Buries this thing into his back. Rodrigo wakes up screaming. And then the killer reaches into Rodrigo's back and rips out his spinal cord like a fucking Mortal Kombat finisher. Right. Yeah. Somebody actually died. I don't know if it's Kano or Sub-Zero or something. Sub-Zero, you know that. Kano rips out your heart. Johnny Cage punches off your head. Well, okay, that's the original, very first Mortal Kombat. I think newer ones, somebody else has done that. But... I'm an, OG, I'm an OG, baby. Right. All right, OG. I got that OG stank of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> that OG Mortal Kombat stank, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's there, there goes Rodrigo. Spine ripped out, leg cut off. Uh, so, meanwhile, back in the so, camp. Yeah, so just really quick with yeah. this. Uh, yeah, you know me. I'm not a big fan of torture, porn, horror movies. Right, you know, right. It's just not my thing. And I, if this was torture porn, I didn't really get that sense. Did you? No, I, I've seen other words. I mean, way it's kind of cut in. It's it's definitely from the same cloth. So I mean, I don't just say it's torture you, form because it's not so much. He really didn't. He, he sort of tor- torched him. He cut his leg off before he went with the final kill. But yeah, he just. But it's not really torture. Like hostile is torture porn. I mean, oh that, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah. where yeah. they're literally torturing people. Uh, and this there's is, more torture porn in the uh, fucking Jersey Shore Massacre too. Yeah, I guess there was. Yeah, there was. Some. They sanded I, off the tattoos and everything, and had those guys tied up. And, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was more. But I, again, I don't. Just, it was. That, it was just I don't weird. consider that torture porn. That it's just a brute. Like it's to me, torture porn is a whole genre. Like everything has to be that. I don't know. I can't. Gross I'm not. Gonna, fact, yeah, yeah, it grows yeah. out. To me, this wasn't quite there. I mean, yeah, there were brutal, bloody good effect kills, but it wasn't quite torture porn as for me. There was just brutal. Yeah. So, so we'll come back to that. Okay. Remind me. All right, I'll try to remember that. So back in the cabin, Nico's listening to music and dance around in her brawn panties for the camera. And I, again, I was like, God damn, she's got a tight body. Ooh, it is girl. amazing. And Stina comes down the stairs, and Nico's like, hey, Rodrigo's gone now, too. Just us girls, blah, blah, blah. And she's like happy about again, thinking he's just off the show. And it's, you know, well, yeah, they're thinking they're just one contestant away from a million dollars. So they talk for a bit, and Stina mentions that uh, if she can't outrun the killer, she'll outthink him and sweet talk him. I'm better charming. I think I can do it. Yeah. God, her accent drives me crazy. Uh, <laughs> Not in a good way either. So we get more shots of the killer just standing around the house. Uh, and again, how no one ever sees this guy is beyond me because we said it before. He's not trying to be sneaky or hide in the shadows or behind cores. He's just standing around out in the open in this house, which again, it's nice, but it's not like that big. It's and like he's one built like a defensive end. You he's know, bigger, he's yeah. giant. He's huge. <laughs> and it's not like it's like 
a, a, a what a sectional house. Like this one was one that's a giant open space house. Yes, it's very open. It's very it's, modern. You see a lot of go, what's going on. Yeah. Not a lot of walls. No. Nice flow. Very exactly. Very good. Open concept. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, oh, that sounds so awesome. I'm sorry. I'm oh, so that's gonna be awesome for the listeners. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> I told you I am sick. So. <laughs> Pat me on the back for showing up. Uh, two pats. Two pats yeah, on the back. two pats. <laughs> two pats. Uh, <laughs> so we cut to Nico now in the bathroom. She's getting ready for a shower. She's uh, she's playing this up for the camera again. She gives a little strip tease. And we see the killer cross behind her into what I guess is the shower, like behind a corner. Again, silent as a ninja. Silent as a ninja for a fucking like close to 300-pound man, I'm sure. Nico drops her bra and praise the Lord <laughs> and pass the ambulation. Hallelujah. There was some divine titties. <laughs> but it's a real brief flash. And uh, hey, man, that's why you got invented pause. Pause button. Because <laughs> she is hot. She, she is, is super hot. Yeah. Um, and so Nico turns the corner to enter the, to enter the shower. And as soon as she does, we just hear a metal slicing sound like Wolverine popping his claws or something. And then the sound of her being split. Yeah, splat. And that's it. Off-screen kill. So weak. Boo. I was so pissed. Like, come on. We're not going to get some kind of bloody cool thing for the hot girl. Jet, Who's the best. naked or whatever. I mean, you had so much potential there to go with something. Yeah. And you give us shink. Yeah. Ugh. And I, after, I didn't even think she screamed. She didn't. She didn't scream. Well, at least she went quick. Yeah. So we go to the watch in the cave who... Now has some woman sitting on his lap, and she doesn't. Uh, she and she's like, I don't get what uh, we're, we're watching. And she's like, Oh, it's all make believe. It's fake. And he, while he looks, and he's trying to do this, but he's looked like he's trying to hold back an orgasm this whole time he's talking to her. Like, oh. He's like sweaty. Yeah, he's like kind oh, of twitching and fidgety, oh, and oh, yeah. it's all make believe. Yeah, like that's what yeah. he's doing. Like it's like holy crap, this guy is about to bust in his pants. <laughs> to which she's like. Can we do something else? Yeah, and we go back to Stina. She's on her bed reading, and the doorknob begins to, like, shake, like someone's trying to get in on the other side, but it's locked. She curls up on her blanket like a, like a kid underneath a blanket, and, and that's it. Um, in the cave, the watcher starts telling that girl he's, that he wants to chain her up and oh, take cause, a knife. Because she, she does. She goes, she goes, can we watch some porn? She also has a fucking accent, too. Yeah. And she, can we just maybe watch some porn? And he goes, this is porn for me. I want to chain you up and tie you down and stab you in the stomach and then fuck your wounds. Yeah. yeah. You say like, wounds? I thought he said womb. No, wounds. Okay. I, was like, I, I thought he said, I want to fuck your open womb. Like he like <laughs> cut her. Like he, he cut her open. And he like, well, it's close enough. Co- either it's way, it would be an potato, open wound. Potato, potato. Yeah, yeah. It would be an open wound, an open womb. <laughs> so. I have an open wound in your womb. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to fuck it. Yeah, so, get ready. Uh, so he then, she starts creep. She starts getting creeped out. Yeah, and then he like stabs her in the neck with a syringe and pumps her some fo- some something straight up Dexter style. And then that's it. She's never seen again. Nothing happens. You don't even see what happens to the body. That's he ejects her. Done. Move on. So the next day, <laughs> that's it. Like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I need to get that sound effect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to get that. So the next day, uh, Stina exits the cab and goes for a walk to look for Nico. And eventually she happens to glance over at the sound of twigs breaking and sees the killer coming towards her. Uh, thinking that's just the killer from the show, she stands her ground and says, oh, you scared me, uh, but it's nice to finally meet you. She offers her his 
his hand. She, she says, offers him her hand to my shake. My name's Stina. Nice to meet you. Yeah. yeah. And, and the cure just. And he looks like he's something out of a fucking Slipknot video. Yes. Thank you. That's a great way to describe it. I was trying to figure out how to describe his cure. I will say I do like the look of the cure. In this it's movie. not bad. I really yeah, like it. It's creepy. He's got this crazy, like, um, somewhat porcelain-esque mask. It's real dirty and it's like stitched together like it was like metal rings and. Uh, all sorts of, and then it's like wrapped in barbed wire. It's got and, a few strands of barbed wire. Yeah, around like it. it's. Yeah. I will say I really like the look of the cure in this movie. That's one of the one of the few pluses this movie had for me was the look of the cure. So the cure just stands there breathing heavily. Uh, again, like he's about to pass out because he probably can't breathe underneath that mask. <laughs> no shit. And he's just looking at her. He's not built for cardio no. either. <laughs> <laughs> he's built for comfort, not speed. <laughs> so. uh she just keeps trying to like talk to him, and and, and after bitch says, "Fine, if you're not going to talk to me, I'm leaving." So she turns to walk away, but she, the cure grabs her arm. He raises his savage cleaver to chop her arm off, but then he hesitates. She screams, and he just lets her go. And Stino runs away as the killer just watches, watches. It's Doesn't like, give chase. So I don't understand. Like what? I don't. It's like, really there wasn't. There wasn't like a moment. There wasn't an epiphany. There wasn't like a sound. There wasn't anything. He just. Let her go. No, it's like some weird, like, Beauty and the Beast, or like, mo- like, like, why would you, like, oh, I'm, is he in love with this girl? Or something? Like, but you don't what? get it that implication. Yeah, there's no, there's no, yeah, and never, there's no sense to why. They don't right. explain either why he lets her go. So she runs back to the camera and starts yelling into the cameras about how the act killer, quote unquote, actor went too far and blah, blah, blah. Time passes, and somehow from inside the cabin, she manages to hear a faint sound of a cell phone ringing out in the forest. <laughs> Okay, first of all, I gotta say something before. Um, no, excuse me. Uh, I I want to talk about this for a second. Uh, the the fact that the killer that interaction she has with the killer. Now, again, she thinks it's this another actor, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I'll just talk to this guy, one person, person, and he'll let me go or not kill me." But I still call bullshit on that, and I, even that, I don't think that would work anyway. Because one. If the if it was an actor killer and his job was to kill her on the show, I don't think he would not do it because that's his job. That's why he's there. I'm pretty sure the network people would be pretty pissed off if he's not doing his job and so there's cameras everywhere. Exactly. And you're in a competition. You don't know for sure if, you know, Magnus and Rodrigo and whatever hot yeah, tits you're, you're taking a, the word yeah, from somebody. You're just you're just assuming that they've been caught. You know, if you see the quote unquote killer and you're dumb enough to be like, hi, how you doing? Yeah. You know, I just, you haven't been said. No one has said yet. You just won the competition. Yeah. You got a million dollars. Congratulations. Nothing to know that that has happened. Wouldn't you be like, oh, shit, there's a I better fucking run. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get, get caught. Out. I, I, I want to win. Like, yeah. I was like, again, like this, if it is even an actor, like you She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> she gets paid if she wins. He's getting paid no matter what. So he's going to track her ass down and right. he would kill her for the show. And she's like, he's not going to kill me. I'm just going to talk to him. Like, it's bullshit. <sighs> it, it doesn't work. It yeah. doesn't play. Yeah. So. Anyway, now the next thing I want to bitch about is the fact that how the fuck she hears a ringing cell phone out in the woods, like, so far away, and she's inside a house. It's It boggles the, the, my mind. Like it, it, it doesn't make any sense. There's no way you would hear that phone ringing from inside the house out in the woods. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it angers me. <laughs> so, anyway, the ringing leads her to this bloody body chained to a tree, which has a horse skull over its face. And a cell phone, like, I guess, stick, like, 
no, that glued to the mask yeah. and the scars. No. It's like somehow it's somehow it's just, a, it's, st- it's sticky. It's stuck on the the sticky tape. Yeah, down. sticky tape. Now the body is that the girl that just got dextered? Who just got no? Because it's like a dude. Because that girl's wearing like a, a black dress with like red flowers print on. The the sleeveless, yeah. yeah, sleeveless. The, but, the, the, the body's wearing like black jeans and a black shirt with sleeves that are rolled up halfway up the arms. And Wallace looks it, at first. I thought, it was, you know, they're trying to make it look like Magnus's body because he's wearing almost the same thing Magnus is. He's wearing yeah, black had a black T-shirt. Yeah. No, he's wearing like a black dress-up shirt with sleeves rolled up. No, well, Magnus had a T-shirt though. No. Yeah. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. I. I. No. I'm gonna argue. How long did this go on? Yes. yes <laughs> no, yes, he no. didn't. He had a black dress-on shirt with sleeves rolled up. St. Patrick's Day shot says he had a black T-shirt on. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Either way, we both win. Either way, yeah, either way, we both win. So yeah, fuck it. All right. Anyway, so uh, so she takes the phone off the skull mat, skull horse skull, and we see the killer like walk behind her again. Like, like, I wish he'd be doing something like jazz hands <laughs> as he's walking yeah, by in the background. Or like, do like, like the WB Frog yeah. thing or whatever he's doing. <laughs> like, just like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> she doesn't know I'm here, even though I'm five feet away from her and I'm 300 pounds walking through the forest. Yeah. yeah. God damn it. <laughs> oh, God, I'd love that so much if that happened. <laughs> so on the phone, she answers and it's the watcher. And he tells that you just won. It's just you and him now. That you won the million dollars. You're the last one standing. Uh, he goes on to say the cabin's all hers for the night until she's picked up in the morning. And that she should party, drink, and celebrate like there's no tomorrow. Because it makes for good TV and because she's rich and famous now. So, again, during this whole conversation, the watcher sounds like he's about to come in his pants. Oh, you've just won. Oh, you know? yeah, it, like, come on, dude. Yeah, it's really. Ease back. Yeah. <laughs> throw it down here. <laughs> throw it out a bit. So now we go to Christina popping wine and cranking up some music and dance around the cabin. Oh my which god! Which is basically just her jumping around like an idiot. It's <laughs> the music is so bad. The music is so bad. It is got going bad. on. It's just like weird butt rock, you know, kind of <laughs> music going butt on. Butt rock. And she's just. She's like, not dancing. She's just jumping. Yeah, she's just, basically yeah! jumping around. Like, just jumping, like pounding vodka and smoking joints out on the porch and just jumping some more. And this goes on for like... Yeah, I was going to say... It's like a music on, video. Yeah, it goes on it's way like too long. the worst music video I've seen. <laughs> yeah, it goes on way, way too long, for my, in my opinion. Uh, night falls again. Stina's asleep on a bed. The killer sneaks into her room. He uses the cleaver to pull open her shirt. We see some titties. To which he recoils. Which, thank you. Oh, my God. Okay. First of all, the tits are pretty nice. I love yes. it. He sees the boob, and he reels back, puts his hand up like he's grossed up them or blinded by them. Ugh. It's like, I was, I have been blinded by titties myself before. I have been titty, I have been titty blinded in, in the day when I was younger. Oh, my God. It was That was probably the best part of the movie. Titties, no! he, just, he just like lifts it up with his hacksaw, fucking evil. Death He's like Gregor, re- re- reeling from garlic or, or the sun. He's, ah! <laughs> <laughs> He's well, titties. Ah! Just kryptonite. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved it, dude. Now that who knows? I mean, that's how she could have survived. She'd have been like, yeah, get back, oh, yeah, the get titties. Back. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, oh, get away. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe that brings it back to the strip club where she was so 
uptight about showing her titties, maybe. She would have lived. She would have <laughs> been alive. She wouldn't have to be in this situation. But if you think, no, it doesn't play because Nico was titty. Maybe that's why he had to do the quick kill. Maybe he had his eyes covered and just went, ah! <laughs> he, blind, he blinded himself he just, so the titties couldn't get him. That's why he didn't torture her. That's why he didn't do anything gross or horrible because he's like, oh, crap, she's, she's topless. Like, titties, no! Cover my eyes and throw my action. Hope I hit her. That's my, That has to be it. That has to be it. Oh, my God. Okay, I love it. I love it. So, anyway, she wakes up, sees him standing over. She's about to scream, but Akira again just punches her and knocks her. This guy loves just punching he's, he's people. He's got a great right cross. <laughs> he does have know? a great right. It's like a straight cross. <laughs> straight right. <laughs> so now we're taking it back to his killing ground, and Cena's positioned on the large fallen tree. And what Same looks place like, where Rodrigo was. And it looks like there's like this long like black colon like draped over her face. <laughs> Which the first one, like, what's the fuck with that weird alien tentacle? Yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking. Of course, they pan back, and it sure enough. It's she, intestines. It's like I, I, I was, large intestines. I'm guessing yeah. it's supposed to be intestines, but like it's awfully. You always see when you see it, they're more like pinkish, reddish. These are black. It looks like so they've been sitting out for a day. Or two. I guess they're yeah. they, they're jerky intestines or something. Yeah, like they, that. They, they're 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 going dried bad. up like they drive like an earthworm left out in the sun too long. Right, like, right. Like a, it's yeah, it's, it's pre- pretty good. So she's also gagging bound. She wakes up, shakes off the colon, which I caught, <laughs> and the killer emerges. Pulls out a serrated blade from some other body, and then he takes off one of her shoes and cuts off her big toe, which is pretty fucking gross. Yeah, again, again, I, I, I crent my, I made my feet in a tiny little fist when I saw this. Like, <laughs> ew! Like my feet just curled up and balled up. The, the effects are great, and even like the the severed toe itself when he's playing with it looks great. But then he takes the ship, the toe. And shoves it into the eye socket of the, of the decayed body that's, like, right next to her. Gives it two pats. Two pats. <laughs> pats it twice. Maybe this guy's just got OCD. Like, yeah, he's an OCD I think killer. so. He's an OCD killer who has titty night. <laughs> Tittyitis. <laughs> Tittyitis. Well, I say kryptonite, titty, tittyite or something. Like, uh, titties. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how it works. But, uh, Let's just say he's allergic to titties. Allergic, allergic titties. <laughs> and it's, like, it's the weirdest Weird, I say weirdest killer. And um, then he puts her shoe back on. Yes, he puts the shoe back on her he... and pats her twice. Like, there you go. Here's your shoe back. Don't worry about your toe, though. I like this guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely unique. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Uh, and then he picks up, like, this large, large saw. And he's about to, like, saw into her face. When we hear the sounds of gunfire coming off, uh, off in the distance, and he puts the saw back, grabs a sledgehammer, and he off he goes into the forest to investigate. Yes. Now we cut to Echo Seven still up in his tree perch. <laughs> he's on his the yeah. walkie-talkie Get on his Twitter feed. Yep, and he's asking if someone fired a shot, and some other mercenary chimes back saying it was him. I, sh-, you know, like oh, I shot a deer for some good eats for later. Um. Now, I should also mention here that the, these mercenaries, quote, unquote, look way too old to be doing this kind of work. These guys are I mean, Vietnam like, vets. Yeah, they're like 40s, 50s, full heads of gray gray hair and beards. They're, like, they're looking more like... One of them looks like a Civil War general. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, like, they should not be doing this, this, this work. Stepped off the cast of Gettysburg. Yeah. <laughs> so, Stina manages to free herself, and she hobbles away. 
Uh, Echo 7 tells the deer hunter that he's not supposed to be inside the perimeter because it's not safe. And right on that cue, the deer hunter gets smashed in the back of the head by the killer's sledgehammer. He's dead. Stina limps through the forest trying to escape, but of course she's grabbed by the killer who pops out from a tree and carries her away. Which, oh, this is the this is like the worst case of like a uh, 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 killer teleporting in this movie. Yeah, because he goes off screen. He let's say he goes to the west or east. We'll say east. He goes sure. off east. She gets off and she heads west. Sure, and she gets a good Makes decent amount. Sense. Yeah, a good decent amount away. And he, we saw him kill a guy, and then she's always some out in front of her the, the ambusher it's like how the fuck did you get there so that's pretty bad yeah it, it's the worst it's really the worst case in this movie uh so the watcher is even closer to busting out this point because he's like he's 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 about to hit those vinegar <laughs> this, is strokes. The, this is the climax <laughs> it's coming and the, so the killer has stina pinned up against a tree he's holding Holding her by like the neck, one hand by the you know one hand by uh, by her neck, he raises his hammer and is about to bash her skull. On, and when to what should be no one's surprise, in comes Magnus to save the dun, day dun, 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 in his black t-shirt. <laughs> Magnus grabs the killer's arm and uh, on the downswing, like and he stops it. And Stina gets tossed aside. The killer punches Magnus again, knocking him down. And at this point, we see Stina trying to pick up a large rock. And the killer is staying over Magnus, about to kill him, where that large rock is launched <laughs> into view, hits him in the chest, not toppling him over. And I just had to laugh at this so hard, because when we see her trying to pick up, she's struggling like it's this huge boulder, and then it, she's, but she's able to throw like a Nerf football all of a sudden. <laughs> Dude, it's that Eastern European steroid strength. Oh, that I mean, this rock, is this thing is launched at this guy off screen. It gets... Like a out of a cannon, <laughs> dude. And it's supposed to be this little hundred and twenty pound woman like launching a boulder at this guy. <laughs> it reminds me so much of, like Star Trek, you know, and like <laughs> Captain Kirk's fighting Goron or whatever his name is, and they're throwing boulders at each other. They're, they're bouncing off stuff. <laughs> it's so anyway, Magnus gets up, carry, he picks up Cena, uh, carries her away. Like a fucking champ. Yeah, he does. Dude, he just, because she's limping, he's like, oh, we got to get away. Fuck this. Scoop. Just takes off on a sprint. Yeah, he does. Man, uh, Marshall's like, I want to be carried away. Dude, I did that, uh, what is that, uh, what's, what's that movie, the, uh. Uh, je- je- lady and gentleman, and a, uh, or the bodyguard. Yeah, like uh, lady and gentleman. Yeah, <laughs> lady yeah. Gentleman, that's yeah. <laughs> officer and a gentleman. Thank officer and gentleman. Is that it? Yes. yes. Officer and a gentleman. Yeah. yeah thank yeah, you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Carries her away, just beautiful. Yeah. Just, yeah, carry me. You want to be Whitney Houston yeah. in Kevin Costner's arms? <laughs> <laughs> so, Kara gets up. The watcher calls his boys. Uh, calls out to his boys to contain the fleeing couple, and then he grabs his hand cannon of, re- of a revolver, and he gets up to leave his bat cave. So he's got like six or seven boys that come out. Yeah, you know, he's got a he's, he's got, got a like deep, a he's got a private army. He's, he's got, got a deep militia. squad. Yeah. He's got a deep squad. So Magnus tells Stina to hide, which is funny because there's nowhere to fucking hide. It's kind of in a loosely populated like. It's a force, but it's not dense. It's force. not dense. Yeah, and so she basically hides by a tree like a kid playing hide and seek, like. Maybe they won't you see me. You can't blame her. Where the fuck is she supposed to go? <laughs> Hide. Uh, <sighs> shit, Magnus. Where Where do you suggest, buddy? Because I got nothing. Basically, which way do I want to get shot from? Yeah. This way, this way, or this way? <laughs> or which way do I not want to get right, shot from? Because right. you're exposed on three other fronts. Oh. 
So, uh, Magnus then fights with one of the old man mercenaries. And I'm sorry, this fight should not have taken even as long as it did. It didn't take long, but it shouldn't have taken anywhere near as long as it did. Because he should have just been dominating this old man. Magnus is a big motherfucker. He's and obviously, he's just he hauled ass with Christina. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, Magnus shoots the Merc in the foot, leaves him to his fate, which isn't very long because the killer shows up almost immediately and makes very quick work on the Merc, the mercenary with, with his hammer. And uh, sledgehammer to the face, you yeah. see this big blob of blood fly, fly up off. Like, I had to watch that again because I liked him. Yeah. <laughs> um, we get more shots of the Watcher walking down like his Batcave underground tunnels on his way, and, and basically I call it, like at this point I both like his James Bond villain cave. Dude, he totally player. is. Yeah. Um. So meanwhile, Magnus is taking out more and more mercenaries like a like he's fucking Rambo, and uh, Stina has well uh, is joining the, she, she she's joining the firefight because she's got her hands on an Uzi. Yeah. Uh. And now I, this is again comically bad. This this firefight. It's so, the effect is so poorly done, it's laughable. There's no consistency at all with the gunfire and the muzzle flash. Because sometimes <laughs> the gun would fire and there'd be no muzzle flash. And then other times it would fire and it'd be like, bam, bam, you'd see the, the muzzle flare or whatever. And then there, other times it wouldn't be there, but you'd still hear the gun going off. And it looks so bad and cheap when it doesn't happen that it looks like, it leaves Stina and like the other actors looking like they're just kids playing war going bang, bang with guns yeah. instead. So it's so bad, and like there's one shot. the The worst one is uh, when this one mercenary comes out with a revolver, and the muzzle flare doesn't even come out of the end of the revolver. It happens where the hammer meets the <laughs> where the, meets the gun, where the hammer hits down. So it happens like right at the end of the hand. It's like what? No muzzle. The muzzle flash comes out the muzzle, not the chamber. The, what? It's what the fuck? Renee Perez, what were you thinking, buddy? Come on. Yeah, it's it's comically bad. I mean, it's like high school level special effects here. So finally, the Watcher emerges from his underground base. Yeah. So they they kill all the bad guys or yeah. kill all the yeah. Or most of them. They kill a lot yeah. of them. Uh, but and he, when he when he emerges from his his subterranean lair. It just so happens to be the exact point where Stina and Magnus happen to be. Right? Just right there. Right there. Um, so, and he holds him at gunpoint, and he goes into his bad guy monologue. <laughs> and he talks about how he loves these two too much to just shoot them. So he tells them that, the, and he says, like, their lust for survival is just as grand as his lust for pain. Talking about the killer. Yeah, and the killer is, like, perched up on a hill. Yeah, he's perched up on his hill, like, in this grand, like... Like pose, like he's like like a, like a small like a like a cut off like a little cliff kind of area, yeah, more like, of a hill. It's more of a, a, a ridge. A yeah, yeah, yeah. You just stand there posing. I just want him to start like air humping. Yeah. Like, girl, it's me. Saying they're all grand and grandiose and all that. Yeah, and, and, he's, and he's posing, but wasn't he just just in the area? Yeah, like how again, how did he get up way on that hill? Right, because he just Magnus just shot the one guy in the foot, and then right after he got done shooting the guy in the foot, he in comes comes, the killer comes in, hits him with a sledgehammer. So you're thinking the killer's right, right on their, on their heel, heel, yeah, tail, right there. But then he walks away to the go. go pose. I, I gotta go make my. I gotta make my appearance. I gotta <laughs> make a pose. Up gotta here. make my entrance. You yeah, know? give him a good photo op. A good, good photo. <laughs> <laughs> little little hip action. I need this picture for my Instagram page. <laughs> So, so weird. So, uh, <laughs> so we see the killer. Yeah, he's up on that. And the watcher then offers them a choice. He says that he can execute them here, now, and fast and painless, or they take their chances fighting the killer. And he tells them, at least with the killer, they have a fighting chance. But they, if they lose, 
uh they will know pain like they've never known pain before like they uh never know and so of course Max like we're gonna go down fighting we'll, we'll and, take our chance. oh my god stina is overacting here so oh, so bad, bad. She's, like, she just won't stop whimpering and yeah. screaming fighting or being killed oh my god <laughs> get a grip goddamn so they just shot a whole bunch of guys you were showing like kind of badass and now you're breaking apart I don't know. If you, yeah. So the watcher just lets him go. He just stands like, all right, go. It, it, it is where it becomes like the, uh, like, uh, what was it? Joaquin Phoenix and Gladiator. He just kind of starts watching. You're them. Right, right, right. Very good. And uh, so the killer drops his hammer and it comes down to meet Magnus and, and man yeah, to man, hand to like, hand combat. Killer's like, I don't need this. That drops his uh, like, I've hammer. Kicked your, I've kicked your ass like three times already in this movie. <laughs> I don't need this. Uh so they 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 meet on the field and then Magnus Magnus charges the killer. They collide, but the kill, killer doesn't even move. Like doesn't move an inch. And again, Magnus is just gets tossed around. So it's it's they're they're going back and forth. Now there's something I noticed about this fight. All right, so they're fighting and they're you know going to town. Magnus always throwing the whole time body shots, yeah. body shot, body shot, body shot. Not once does he try to punch him in the head. Well, would you want to punch a guy with barbed wire wrapped around his face with that mask on? Yeah, it's but probably I mean, a smart thing not to. Yeah, go after but the head. I still was thinking, wouldn't that be kind of cool if he did punch him in the head and he was like, ah, you know, at least I just once, that'd yeah. be kind of a cool effect or something. And you know, for some act, for what effect that would be, at least do it once to mm-hmm. see it. And like, okay, can't punch a guy in the face. He's got right, barbed yeah, wire wrapped yeah, around. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that's yeah, that's actually kind of a cool, interesting point. That would have been a nice thing to see. Uh, so yeah, the killer tries to stomp on him, but he rolls out of the way. Magnus gets up, he lands a few good punches. Uh, again, the watchers just stand there, le- leaning up against a tree, doing, stroking, doing what he does best, stroking his face with his gun, kind of about watching, to come. Yeah, just watching. Oh, <laughs> uh, on and, the and, edge and of orgasm, point, of course. And Stina's just standing around, screaming and watching as well. Yeah, why isn't uh, she launching more yeah, yeah, cannon rocks? Yeah, you know? yeah, no rock throwing this time. <laughs> no shit. She doesn't try to do it. She just stands there, just. <laughs> so the fight between the Magnus and the Cure goes on. They exchange. They each exchange. Each of them landing blows and all that. Until the killer grabs Magnus by the <laughs> neck with one hand and starts to choke him. Like he's fucking Kane yes, from oh, WWF. And Magnus cars back doing the same. He grabs the killer by the neck and starts to choke him with one hand. And this exact, I shit you not. So now we have the two of them standing yeah. there choking each other like Kane and the Undertaker, Undertaker. trying to choke slam each other. Literally written in my notes yes. right there. That's what they're doing. Dude, it's so funny. It's so funny. It's straight out WWE. Yeah. He told me two people try to choke slam each Dude, other. It's always like the big men do that. Or too. Big Show and Kane, right, Undertaker. Right. It's yeah, always it's the always biggest big, guys. Yeah. And, uh, but they're there. They're interlocked. And then we get a quick shot of the watcher, just standing there watching, and then blackout. Roll the fucking credits. Are you fucking kidding me? That's how this ends. I'm leaving. Bye. What the here? blue fuckery is this bullshit? <laughs> I shit you not, Moon Goon. Ugh. The film ends with a black, like the goddamn Sopranos, like just blackout. Worse, you audience. Worse than the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm guessing the filmmakers just gave up and said, "Fuck it, like we're dun, dun, done." Dun, 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 dun. Over. This just... is a giant middle finger to everyone who sat through this garbage of a movie. Uh, yeah, it's... that's that's perfect. Yeah, it's a big. <laughs> hey, you made it this far. You want to kind of find out what's happening. You come along this far on the ride. Ah, yeah, fuck, fuck yourself. You. <laughs> Damn it. So, oh, God. Uh, in the, I did watch the credits. Like, uh, in the credits, there's a section that reads the musical score 
uh, composed and performed by Renee Perez, also known as the Darkest Machine. <laughs> <laughs> so that lame ass music. Darkest the, butt rock. <laughs> darkest butt. Machine of butt rock. And there's another one. It's a special thanks to San Quentin State Prison for releasing prisoner AYO886 for the duration of filming. And then in the credits, it says AYO886 played by Slasher, which contradicts the thank you message, by the way. And IMDb <laughs> also says the says Killer plays uh, AYO886 slash Prisoner. So either way, this is, it contradicts itself. They're trying to make like the a real prisoner play this guy because then they have prisoner playing killer and killer playing. Yeah, they they fuck it all up. Yeah. That what they're trying to go for. It's stupid. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. You know what? Phil, fuck the ending of this movie. God damn it! It. Oh my god. Uh, so mm, I'm so mad. Like, I, yeah, I know. So it's now like, is there gonna be a third one? I, well, I we get to see. Maybe the, that's what the third one picks up. Maybe I, that's what they want to do. Yeah. Maybe that's how the first one is another blackout with the girl standing on the ledge taking a selfie, like "Hey!" and then blackout, and no. then who knows? Who fucking knows? I haven't. I can't find the first one. Nor do I know if I want to watch it after this. Right. But I am curious now. <laughs> uh, anyway, so let's move on to favorite kill. Don't act like you didn't love it. Favorite kill. I'm so disappointed. Me too. Uh, uh, all right, favorite kill. Not a whole lot, but some pretty bloody ones at that. So, Aaron, what, what's your yeah, favorite kill? Graphic, uh, I think, bloody graphic. Sure, I mean, my favorite kill, I think, was um, the, <laughs> the guy who got shot in the foot, and he looks up, <laughs> and the killer is just walking past, just like he's fucking taking a stroll in the park, and hey, on my way, whap, <laughs> just <laughs> smash his face, and I love the glob of blood, like the just, half of the head, it looked like goes... half his face or something got thrown up in the air, yeah. and he just keeps walking by with style. Yeah, he's just like. Oh, trucking along. Oh, hey, what's up? Doesn't Whap! even break stride. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, doesn't break exactly. stride. That's my favorite kill. Uh, like, I know they had the effects on other ones, but that... that no, was, that's not. That's your, that's your... I watched it twice. I was like, oh, I gotta see that. <laughs> no, I, I, the way you describe it makes me like, like it more. Like, it was the, it was fun, just like, yeah. so quick. Um, But I'm gonna say my favorite my favorite kill was probably the, the opening kill, the girl... That was my second one, yeah. Uh, the arm, and then her head game just caved in. With, uh, and... The, being that's the open, like okay, he did not fuck around. I'm like, oh, we might be. This might be decent. Like, yeah, we're in for yeah, it. And then it yeah. was just all downhill from there. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, my favorite it's kill like is the opening. Riding a tricycle when you're a kid, like this is fun. I like this. And then all of a sudden, there's a hill. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm gonna say, or the train wheels come off and you just crash your ass, fall off into a, into like a thorn bush or something like that. Into <laughs> a thorn bush. <laughs> so. Why were thorn bushes so much of a risky thing when we were kids? I don't know. They're always stupid. They're always like cartoons of every falling into thorn bushes all the time. Like thorn bushes are everywhere. All right, let's move on to odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? All right, range for this movie. IMDb gives it a 2 out of 10. It's uh, pretty fucking low. Yeah, uh, Rotten Tomatoes, it's not even on the site. Not not just a no tomorrow score, but no audience score. I mean, it's not even there. It's pretty new. Well, it's been a year. I mean, they have newer yeah. movies than that on there. Um, and then Amazon gives it a two and a half out of five. You couldn't even get three on Amazon. Yeah. You know you're doing something yeah, wrong. Yeah, exactly. Uh, plot keywords. Yeah. By the way, odds and ends is gonna go real fast this week. Uh, plot keywords. 
None. Zero. No, no panties? No panties, which is a... They could have been panties. Like, they get stuffed. Yeah, because those panties got stuffed to do a rib cage. And also... And Nico's uh, wearing pa- dancing yeah, she's, panties. Yeah, she's dancing around her in panties and Leopard stuff. Leopard skin yeah. panties or something. Animal print. <laughs> God, are we becoming panty weirdos now? Oh, God damn it. You remember dude. what they were? <laughs> like, you're right, they were. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. Fucking panty people. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's some onomatopoeia for you, I believe. Right there. <laughs> Uh, trivia, none. Don't give a shit. None. None. Nothing. Nothing. Budget, none. none. Oh. <laughs> no budget. Uh, so, yeah, we're going real quick. Uh, we do get to go to uh, five-star reviews. Is this your guilty pleasure? Five-star reviews. Man, we we shredded through that. Yeah, because there was nothing there. Um, so, five-star reviews, one. There's only one uh, for, from an Amazon customer who's anonymous. Didn't want to put his name down. But Rene says, Perez. <laughs> probably says, God damn, this is a well-made flick. I only wish there were 60 more like it. Five stars. That's it? That's it. Uh, but however, there was a 10-star review on IMDb. Which... Oh, okay. IMDb gave it 2 out of 10. Yeah. And this is the... So, if it wasn't for this review... Yeah, it probably was like a 1. <laughs> probably like a 1 or half a star. Half a star, yeah. So... So it shows the overwhelming amount of one stars it must have. Yeah. Uh, this movie has to be the worst thing I've ever laid eyes on yet. I was on it, but uh, laid eyes on yet. I was unable to turn it off, giving it a score of 10 out of 10. It featured everything you want in a movie from acting that looks as though it was dubbed over with the original actor's voice in a Batman kapow ugh type manner. Yeah. The effects were amazing, though. They must have spent upwards of $15 on the makeup and $500 to rent the cabin. I hope the director producer's story. Story editor Renee, what's his name, who did everything, <laughs> probably shot the movie himself, uses a bigger SD card next time so we get to see the whole ending of his film. <laughs> <laughs> Ten stars, though. Good so, on you, Anonymous. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That's pretty funny. Um, so, and I went to one-star reviews on Amazon. Um, again, Amazon customer works horrible. AV Texas, I've seen a lot of bad horror movies, and I don't buy to write a review, and trust me when I say this movie is bad. Very bad acting and script. But I think that movie, the end of the movie is so ridiculous, I actually burst out laughing. I think I was laughing at myself for watching it all the all the way through. Uh, NC guy says nothing good about this movie. Poor story, poor acting, laughable ending. I think they just gave up finishing the movie. I'm guessing the one hundred dollar budget wasn't enough to finish it. <laughs> uh, from Sean, this film is just bad. The ending just stopped during the last fight. There's no ending ch- uh, choking each other uh, and roll credits. Blah. And Ken P just writes. Did I miss something? <laughs> question mark, question mark. Uh, that's it. Uh, so that's that. That's right. We're going to wrap this up. Final, final, uh, final words, Aaron. When the movie started, it kind of had me. I kind of had the same reaction you did where it was like, Ooh, you know, oh, what's going on? That's a violent kill right off the bat. They're not fucking around. Yeah. We're going to have some, this is, this is different. You know, I mean, it's bam. Get some murders. Okay, and then we have the sympathetic characters, and you know, you have the hot chick, and it's kind of an interesting little theme, and you know, it's it's kind of been done before, but yeah. still it's a little you know, they do a little twist on it. Excuse me. And then it just starts going down and kind of spiraling around. And then there's some open questions. And this is one of my, my main questions that I had. These people are actors, mm-hmm. right? 
they talked about going on auditions and parts, and they talked about doing you know movie shoots. But man, they even talked about the guy who was the king, the good actor, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, they even Alex said, "Oh, I met him on an audition. He was a dick." So these people are known. They have families, I assume. I, I know where you're going. That's the point I was going to bring up too. But yeah, go yeah. Ahead, I mean, continue. they have all this stuff. So and they, might not, they might not be known. They're struggling actors at best, but but people know who they are. Yes. They have families, and they have they have some sort of network. Yes, you know. So they're chosen to go to this isolated area to be basically murdered mm-hmm. for this watcher's you know coming pleasure. Yeah, <sighs> that doesn't add up. That doesn't hold water. No, I agree. That that's one of the big points I was going to make too. Is that it? I totally right. Um, and there's all those loopholes. Like people would know these people have gone missing, and they would tell people, "Oh yeah, I'm going here for this show." Yeah, guess what's happening? Guess what? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, that's a major, major, major loophole. Really frustrating. Um, and then I mean. It it was it was it torture porn? Not really. Was it slasher? Not really. You know, it was just it had its own thing kind of going, which is yeah, it just wasn't for me. But that ending, you go through all that crap, and just like you know, the reviewer is saying, you go you go along for that ride, and then just to get that quick done, God damn it, so bad it's scary. Yeah. Um. You pretty much made a lot of the same points I was going to make. I thought it had potential. I, that's I, that's the only thing I was going to yeah. say. I, I thought this movie <coughs> had a lot of potential to be something so much better. Uh, like I said, the I disagree with the guy who said something about the, their special effect budget was real low. Because I thought the effects were really good. Well, the effects are good, but man, their sound sometimes the was, sound was, oh, was pretty bad. Yeah. I, the, you could tell there was some dubbing in the studio that just did not match up. Right. I get that. But uh, the, the effects were good. The effects were really good. It starts off with a bang, starts you right off, and they're, they're, yeah, the potential it never lives up to it. it they drop the ball right away. Uh, and I guess this again, if you don't see the first one, like again, like why is this guy have his own like murder island or wherever the fuck they are? Like what's <laughs> yeah. going on? Why are they there? Why is he doing this? Who's the killer? Where'd the killer come from? Uh, what's going on? Uh, I saw that might have been answered in the first one, but I don't know. I also think, like again, the loopholes about how these people aren't there, like where would they would know they're not there, or whatever. Or it's just there's a lot of missed opportunities with this movie. Uh, and again, the ending, the big fuck you, is is pretty awful. So um, yeah, I I probably sure I have more to say, but I, I can't think of it now. Would, as soon as we end recording, I'm like, oh yeah, I meant to say that. Yeah, but uh, I mean, but <laughs> regardless, so bad it's scary as well. Uh, lock. Just lost potential. Uh, not, I just felt not like it had it. Yeah, for a minute, for a minute, it had me. It, yeah, for a minute, it had me. I, the yeah. kills are fine. The kills, I didn't yeah. think it was as as much torture porn as you did, but well, uh, I felt like it, if you're going to go torture porn, go torture porn. If you're going to go slasher and kill people like on the go, kill people on the go. You know, it was it was kind of a combo of the two. Okay, excuse me. Um, but and, and yeah, so I, I mean, it's it's like I don't I don't mind it. I'm not criticizing it. It's just I didn't know where it was going. And so maybe that made its own thing. <clears throat> maybe yeah, maybe it is. Uh, whatever thing that thing is, it's shit. So stay away from it. <laughs> uh, just by the meantime, uh, remember check continue to uh, check our Instagram page for our uh, updated brackets and continue to vote on that. Check our, our uh, Facebook page, Instagram, Twitter, all that, and our website horriblehorrorpodcast.com. dot uh, We'll be back another week with another horror movie. So in the meantime, remember. To-